swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live. Sponsored by TaylorMade and the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Now, here's your host, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Members, friends and players, good afternoon and welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, the director of fun. And I'll be here entertaining you on this Friday afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. It's cleaned up, shined up, pedal down on mine. You can bet he's picking up some pretty country thing. If it's covered up and red, it's the Friday before Masters Week. Yes, Masters in November. We all don't know what to expect for the 84th playing of this iconic event. But what I do know is that our guest this week will be traveling down Magnolia Lane this weekend for the start of one very special week in his truck. The pro show is on, folks, and here we go. You know, our guest today is the 2019 United States Amateur Champion a member of the ACC champion Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets and victorious 2019 Walker Cup team. I'd like to wa- welcome Andy Ogletree to the show this afternoon. So, Andy, is that the song you'll be playing as you drive down Magnolia Lane? <laughs> That's a good question. I haven't gotten that far yet, but uh, probably just whatever's on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Your, uh, your teammates ratted you out there that you, you like a little country music, so we thought we'd give you a good serenade to start the show today. I love country music. I love all music, really. I mean, I'll listen to anything, but yeah, country's my favorite. Fair enough. All right, so, folks, we have the number seven official World Amateur Golf Ranking player with us this afternoon, and he's heading to Augusta, Georgia this week. So, big week coming up, man. What's your plans for the Masters? When do you travel over there and uh, practice rounds? Give us the lowdown. What do you know so far? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, it's pretty funny. Like, Augusta National doesn't really tell you, like, you know, when you can come. So I made a phone call a few days ago and I was like, Hey, um, this might be a weird question, but like, when can I show up? (laughs) And, uh, and so they had been sending like all this information to my dad's email. I guess somehow it signed up as my dad's email. And so I wasn't getting any of the information. I was just like, okay, what's going on here? Am I supposed to know something that I don't like? My dad's like, oh yeah, I've been getting some emails. I was like, well, you should have told me that. That's kind of kind of important. But um, anyway, so I can get there Friday afternoon. The testing starts Friday afternoon, but you can't go on the course till Saturday. So um, I think I'm just going to get there Saturday morning, and then I'll get tested at like eight o'clock. Should have that back before eight thirty, and then I get my credentials. Head to the course. I'm going to play nine holes Sunday, nine holes Monday, nine holes Tuesday, nine holes Wednesday. So I hope to see the course twice. Um, play really slow, chip a lot, and then uh, yeah, just just get after it and be ready for Thursday. Now you know the Masters has 96 players there, the best in the world. How do you work with practice rounds? Do you know ahead of time, or is you're just kind of on the practice tee and somebody says, you know, Phil Mickelson says, "Hey, Andy, let's go play nine holes," or, or do you have those pre-scheduled? Yeah, I mean, in the events that I've played, they, I've been a lot more pre-scheduled. I think, um, you know, I haven't really scheduled anything for the Masters this year. So anything, anyone that I play with, will pretty much be last minute. Like, hey, you don't get play, so. Um, you know, I've, I've played a lot of 
cool practice rounds in the events that I've played so far, and I, I really enjoyed that, and it was a super cool experience, but I'm getting to the point now where it's just I just want to focus on practicing. I don't really care who I play with. Um, I'm just trying to get my work done out there and um, trying to trying to beat those guys. So instead of, you know, fan fangirling over playing with Phil or something, I need to just focus on myself. And, you know, that's some of the things that I've learned from – from the past experiences, and I think uh, it'll serve me well going forward. I love the way you put that because you, you totally you know, have a different mindset. So myself as a fan of Andy Ogletree, and folks, that's who we're talking to today. He is our U.S. amateur champion and heading up to Augusta National next week. You know, I'm thinking to myself like, hey, you get a chance to play with, you know, Xander Shoffley or something like that. And you're like, no, Keith, I'm trying to beat these guys. And I love that. I love that about you. Now, it's yeah. it's also been a strange year with COVID. Do you get a chance to stay in the crow's nest there? Like, are you going to be on Augusta National property all week? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's super weird year um my family actually originally rented a house um for the whole week and i was gonna stay at the crow's nest all week and not stay with them i mean i felt like my house was gonna be chaotic you know we get i guess 12 tickets so you get eight tickets from the masters and you have the option to to purchase four more if you're a player and then um so yeah my house was gonna be just chaotic and i was like i just want to get away i want to stay at the crow's nest um that'll be great you know i'll go hang out at my house for dinner but i'll just go back to Augusta national sleep in the crow's nest it'll be super quiet you know whatever so um that was my plan and then they said you can only stay in the crow's nest one night because of covid so i was like all right i'll stay monday night and then i'll go get settled into my house um for the rest of the week so the amateur dinner was originally you know, normally the amateur dinner is on Monday night. And then Wednesday night's like the cocktail dinner after the par three. And, you know, it's like they invite all the members, all the players are welcome with their families, whatever. It's just a big party basically before the first round of the tournament. But that got canceled. So they moved the amateur dinner to Wednesday night. So when I signed up for the Crows that's on Monday night, I was like, you know, this will be great. I'll, I'll, stay on the night of the amateur dinner i won't have to go anywhere i'll just you know eat dinner go to sleep whatever but um it'll still work out it's not a big deal at all monday night i have all my media obligations at augusta national i have uh my big interview in the the press room and then some podcast stuff and um so monday i'll be most of my get my media over with and then stay in the crow's nest and it'll be a really cool day well, you can consider this a warm-up for Monday then, all right? Now, this, yeah, isn't, yeah. Th- this isn't the first time you've played the golf course, right? How do you feel your game matches up to a national, uh, Augusta National Golf Club? Yeah, I mean, thankfully, at Georgia Tech, we get to play um, once a year. So our whole team gets to go over once a year. We always – that was usually in, like, February. And, you know, it would always be, like, forecast of – you know, 50, windy, with a chance of rain, you get over there and it'd be like 65 and sunny, and you're like, this place is just not real life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been fortunate enough to play about 10 times now, so I feel like the first few times you play Augusta National, you just have like the, I don't even know what they call it, but the first few holds, you just, you don't really get into the round. You, you wake up early, you drive down there, 
Um, it's usually like a Saturday morning for college kids. That's, you know, not much sleep. You get, you get down there, you hit like 20 balls, you go to the first tee, and before you notice, you're, you're on hole five and you're like two or three over, and you're like, dang it, I had the chance to play Gus National today, and I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Um, so, I mean, the more times I've played it, I felt like I got more comfortable around there. I got into the round early. And I've shot some good numbers. Um, you know, every time that I've played, it's been pretty soft. The fairways are super soft. You get a lot of mud balls. And the greens aren't as fast as they normally are. So I'm curious to see, you know, I was there last week, and I'm curious to see the difference in how how it played then and how it's going to play during the tournament. I know um, they had a member party last week, and I was talking to a member. He said that they have really – cut the fairways down since we were there. So um, I think it'll be a little bit firmer, a little bit faster. And, you know, that should make it a little easier, little shorter clubs into the greens and hopefully not as many mud balls. But, you know, I don't really know what to expect. I think it helps me that the tournament's in November because nobody in the tournament's ever played the Masters in November. So um, it kind of puts everyone on the same level of experience and um you know, for for me, being my first Masters, I think this is the best the best could have been for me. Well, you know, it, let, let's talk about a couple things there. One, you're no rookie. I mean, you've played 10 times the golf course, so, you know, that's an yeah. advantage. And the second thing is, is that usually as the USAM champ, you know, you have these majors you get to play in, and Augusta is the first one. You got to play in a major about a month and a half ago at Wingfoot, so you kind of got used to that environment, and now that's better preparation for a major championship opportunity where you have experience playing the golf course. So I, I think in a way, 100%. you know, the COVID changes kind of work in your favor there. So um, let's think about a big yeah, picture. Absolutely. Yeah. Let, let's think about a big picture real quick. You know, I'll, let's say I'm your mental coach going into next week. Do you mind sharing with us what your goal for the week is? Um, my goal for the week, I mean, it sounds super cliche, but literally to play every shot and just try to execute it. To perfection i think you know i'm i'm not gonna think past the first tee shot i'm gonna try to hit it just left of the bunker the wind's probably gonna be off the right because it's the wind's been north lately um so we'll probably have right to left wind on one i'll try to hit, hold up a cut just left of the bunker you know the pin's probably going to be somewhere on the left portion um I think you just hit in the middle of the green there four days in a row, and I mean, I could I could go through the whole golf course just like that. It's just it's a golf course that you really just have to focus one shot at a time, and if you slip up, you can hit it in a bad spot, and you're going to make bogey. So, um, well, it sounds yeah, like you've been missing it. It's, missing it in the right spot is just it's important in a lot of places, but in major championships, it's even more important because you know they're they're designed to punish bad shots and I think that's how golf should be played and I think that I've learned a lot from the experiences that I've had and just you know getting in a bad spot and getting it back into position and moving on you know one shot's not the end of the world two shots on the PGA Tour is a lot more than two shots in an amateur event so um, that's just some of the stuff that I've learned and you just gotta gotta keep going. This is so cool. And, folks, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Andy Ogletree. Andy is a Georgia Tech collegiate player. He's a USAM champion. He's a Walker Cup winner. Um, and all-around great guy. But 
I mean, you're just you're just blowing my listeners' minds right now because you know every shot you're going to hit next week, and, and you've been thinking about that, which is really cool, and you can prepare for that. But there's one thing I'm not sure that you can prepare for, and that's two rounds with Tiger Woods. How much forward are you looking to that and the experience of, you know, spending time with him as he walks the grounds as the defending Masters champion? Yeah, everyone keeps asking me, you know, like, are you nervous to play with Tiger? How nervous are you? And I'm like, I'm not nervous at all, man. That's freaking awesome. Like, I've spent my whole life since I was four years old um, trying to be the best I can at a sport, and it's propelled me to a place where I'm playing the first two rounds of the Masters with Tiger Woods. Like, why would I be nervous about that? I mean, I've spent my whole life, you know, dedicating practice, how I go about my day to give myself opportunities like this. And I just think it's crazy for people to to run away from that. I mean, this is, you know, I'm, I'm running towards that pressure. I, I want that because that's, you know, what that's what I've worked for my whole life. So, um to get to play with Tiger, I mean, I grew up idolizing Tiger. I had mock turtlenecks. I had, like, a Tiger head cover. You know, I think he's the reason a lot of players play golf, and he's the reason that golf is, you know, as popular as it is today. So um, I don't know how much we'll talk. I don't know how much, you know, interaction I'll have with him. But just just to be in that environment with him is, is super special and um, definitely one that I'll never forget. Yeah, to be in the arena with Tiger will will definitely be something that uh, is uh, a solid memory for a lifetime. Something for the grandkids. You know, I, I worked at a place yeah. called Isleworth Country Club from 1998 to 2003, and, and I got to know Tiger on a very personal level. And I tell you, you will have a tremendous time with him. He is the best, and uh, yeah. he will be engaged. Yeah, he will be engaged with you when he can be. Uh, you know. You know, before the first tee and after the 18th green, um, he is just a tremendous competitor and uh, and a great guy. So you will have, you know, l- looking up to him all those years and now you get to saddle up next to him. I mean, I, I think you're just you have it in the perfect perspective and you're going to make the most of it. I just know it. Now, speaking of making the most of it, you're going to use this opportunity here in a Masters in November as a launching pad for what? What are the next plans for Andy Ogletree? How can my listeners and fans of the show follow? you post Augusta next week yeah I mean I can't really speak to what I'm going to do but um, I plan to turn pro eventually and um, it's going to be sooner rather than later I think you know I've I've accomplished a lot in amateur golf I've I've kind of done what I wanted to do and my goal was to get to number one in the world and if I have a great masters then I think that I might reach number one in the world and then uh, we'll just see. You know, sponsor invites are hard to come by right now, but um, I'm trying to do whatever I can to, to get into some tournaments. You know, in a normal year, I would I would have turned pro after the USA after the national championship last year, and you know, everyone seems to think I would have got probably seven starts. So um, that's you know that's not guaranteed, but that's typically what happens um, for someone with what I've accomplished. So uh, we'll just see how many starts I get. Um, try to play some Monday qualifiers if I don't get in, and um, just go earn it. You know, nothing's nothing's going to be guaranteed, and I know that going in. You know, but I'm just going to keep trying to get to the next level. And I I did really well in junior golf, really well in college golf, really well in amateur golf, and I just I think now is just 
making that ne- next step and um, trying to trying to get to the top of professional golf. Well, Andy, there's no doubt you have the game to do it. You've proven that time and time again at every level. But today you've proven that you can also answer the questions in a very, very solid perspective. One that, you know, those chairpersons that are giving out those sponsors' exemptions are going to want to hear the way that you answered the questions today. And I know the way that you will carefully answer and thoughtfully answer all those questions on Monday during your media experience. So I, I think you'll get all the sponsors exemptions that you can. And I think from there, you're going to take it to the next level. We're a big fan of yours up here in New Jersey, and we'll be rooting you on, my friend. Now, before I let you go, we're going to have a little fun because every week here on the show, my fans love to get to know my guests on a little more of a personal level. And, and, and since you're going to Augusta next week, we're going to have a little fun and do a little rapid fire q a master's right, style you ready for this i'm ready all right first master's memory as a kid uh probably still jumping into the air what size green jacket would you wear 40 on 40 a, regular all right fred ridley write that down 40 regular <laughs> on a scale of one to ten how good are you at skipping golf balls across the water Ooh. I hit that shot a few times. All right. Well, you're you're well prepared. Uh, do you prefer egg <laughs> salad or pimento and cheese? Egg salad. Who will be your caddy? Devin Stanton. He's the assistant coach at Georgia Tech. He caddied for me. He's caddied for me in all the tour events that I've played. All right. One thing you cannot wait to ask Tiger Woods. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know that I'll ask him anything. Um, I'll have to play that one by ear. I don't know. I don't have anything prepared. <laughs> all right. Well, at least now I've planted the seed. So. Yeah, right. I'll, I was. I'll, I'll tell you what I was prepared to say before they canceled fans. I was going to say, uh, I heard Sam Burns said, "It's crazy how many people came to watch me today." I thought that was like the most clever thing ever. So I was going to say something along those lines. <laughs> but uh, he he will love that. Now, now it's going to be like my parents watching this. <laughs> well, he he will love that. He he would have really loved the challenge of a little uh, a little smack talk. That's great. Uh, that's a great comeback. Yeah, I'll have to figure something out. All right, favorite Masters win you watched? Tiger last year, not even close. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. All right, one last thing. Describe being the U.S. Amateur Champion in one word. Um, blessed. I mean, I just think there's a lot of stuff that comes with the USAM. Um, it's a huge stepping stone. It, it's propelled me to, you know, getting to play the Masters with Tiger Woods the first two days. I mean, that's tip of the iceberg. I mean, Walker Cup, I played the Spirit International. I played three tour events this year. I played the U.S. Open this year. Um, it's just opened up a lot of doors for me. And um, I'm not saying that it's it's not the reason that I think I'll be successful, but I think it's definitely just a jump start, and, um, you know, it's, it's helped me a lot. Well, you know what, Andy Ogletree, my listeners and I, we've been blessed to have you today. Can't thank you enough for taking the time. We do wish you the very best next week. Go get them. Go make a lot of birdies. Go kill it, bud. All right? Have a Appreciate great it. Have a great week at Augusta National Golf Club. Good talking to you. All right. Folks, it's 3.20 p.m. here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We'll be back in a moment with more news and notes as we continue to preview the 2020 Masters Tournament.
The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. We are excited to announce that PGA Hope, helping our patriots everywhere, a rehabilitative golf program for military veterans with disabilities, will take place on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. throughout the fall season at Fiddler's Elbow Country Club. To support the NJGF or learn more about the PGA Hope program for military veterans living with physical and cognitive challenges, visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. Springdale Golf Club is proudly celebrating 125 years of rich history in the heart of Princeton, New Jersey. With our walkable and superbly conditioned William Flynn-designed course, Springdale beautifully makes its mark as the best golf and social experience in our region. Combined with Troon Purvey, the private club operating division of Troon Golf Management, Springdale is further elevating our commitment to our members. Just last year, our members seasoned their game, teeing off on Troon managed courses in Texas, Arizona, and even as far as Hawaii and the UK. The benefits of being part of the Springdale family extends far beyond the fairways. For more information about our club and all the incredible moments happening at Springdale Golf Club and through Troon Purvey, please take a visit of our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon purvey let's get back on course as springdale golf live continues once again keith stewart welcome back to springdale golf live i'm your host keith stewart you know me as of course the director of fun you're listening to espn 920 what an amazing interview with one of the amateur stars of next week's 84th masters tournament i can't even begin to imagine what he might feel teeing it up for two rounds with masters champion tiger woods that's tough to beat but speaking of beats, here's some more Georgia music for Andy to listen to as he makes the trek from Atlanta down Highway 20 to Augusta. Enjoy this beautiful day, folks in New Jersey. Put the window down and the volume up. Weekend's here. Pro Show. Let's go. If I were way out there, Lord, I just can't go out the door. So as I was prepping for today's show, and I wanted to throw on some music, um, Andy's a real big country fan and also from, you know, down there in Georgia. He's originally from Mississippi, but, you know, he's been at Georgia Tech for a couple of years. And you start looking at Georgia music. It's an Augusta preview show. And, you know, I, I get to the Allman Brothers and then, you know, there's this plethora of rock and roll hits there. You know, uh, a venerable, like the gateway to country music. Yes, it's like it. It's kind of like a crossover. You know, right. it's kind of like folk rock and country music. You know, combined together, and it's a, it's a, it's like a cornucopia of sorts. You know, as we prepare for November here. Did you like how I threw that in there? Cornucopia. Yeah, exactly. You know, but what's so cool about it though is that you know. Having Andy on and, and throwing on a song that I know he likes and, you know, throwing on some Georgia rock and roll music right there, getting everybody in the mood for what's going on down there and, and about to take place as we start this weekend with Masters Week. And, you know, we don't want to forget about the guys in Houston that are playing right now. But, you know, let's be honest, folks, since we don't come on until next Friday and we'll be in the middle of the Masters tournament that I certainly have to, you know, we have to do this preview. And, and we were so blessed to have Andy with us today. And, you know. Golf is a traditional game, and we use music all the time, and we're hearing music more and more on the golf course, right? And all of these traditions that seem to keep changing and evolving, right? And, and no traditions have been any more, I guess, adaptable and been changing and moving and you know shifting left and right than 
what we've had to take place in 2020. I mean, moving the date of the Masters is such a big deal. But you know, for if we're going to do our job today, which is to give you the pop culture preview of the Masters tournament, the 84th edition, we got to talk about some of the changes that are going to take place next week. So you're not looking for this when you turn on the TV dial or you turn on SiriusXM and you try to listen to. Uh, exactly what is going to be taking place as far as the action goes when it starts on Thursday. So we'll start there first. Um, ESPN is covering our friends there at ESPN. You know, ESPN 920, ESPN, the TV channel, is going to be covering the golf tournament on TV Thursday and Friday from 1 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. And everyone goes, well, wait a second. Why is it ending at 5.30? Because it gets dark. And a lot of what we're going to talk about today is the challenges that Augusta National faces because of we just had the time change last weekend. You know, we had you all prepare to change your clocks. And, you know, as a result, there's a number of changes that are going to happen to the Augusta National format that you're not used to seeing. And first of all, it's the TV coverage. I mean, if you look at Saturday, they're only on from 1 to 5 p.m. And then on Sunday, they're on from 10 a.m., so brunch from Augusta, Georgia, until 3 p.m. So I guess that the powers that be at Augusta don't want to compete with the NFL, it looks like, or maybe CBS, or maybe uh, Jim Nance has to do both. So he has to leave at three and then go to a local football game to be with his buddy Tony Romo. In any event, there's a lot of changes that are going on. But speaking of football, how about this cool thing? They are going to have College Game Day live from down at the Par 3 golf course at Augusta National on Saturday morning. Now, this is only one of maybe a couple times. I remember back in 2017, they had it in Times Square. But, you know, College Game Day, the football preview show on ESPN, is almost always from some venue, whether it be, you know, down in Tallahassee or something like that, where the the biggest game of the week is, uh, maybe up in Ann Arbor, Michigan, something like that. But this time, they're going to do it in conjunction with the Masters Tournament. So how cool is that? They're going to do a little College Game Day football, Wade Weezer, you know, at the Masters, and then they're going to go roll. You know, once they finish that up on ESPN, they're going to roll right into CBS's coverage of the Masters. I mean, see, for, there's there's some benefits of the things going on this year. It's not all terrible. The changes def- are pretty cool. Some of the sports changes are pretty cool. I, you know, I think that the way that everyone has pivoted in their coverage of sports in general has been a has been a major major positive for fans that are watching. Now, fans that like to attend, we'll get back there, and that's a different discussion for a different day. But for right now, if you're watching on TV. From everything from drone footage to the way that the announcers are describing things because they're remote. I mean, I think that the benefits have far outweighed the negatives, other than the fact that we had to wait for a while in order to get to that point. But you know what? We've learned a lot about what the fan experience should be like, especially the viewer experience. And I think we're getting better and better at it all the time. Couple more changes that we got to talk about here. We talked about where they were going to film College Game Day down on the Par 3 golf course. Well, the reason they could set up a studio down there is that because they have canceled the Par 3 tournament. In the words of the chairman, Fred Ridley, he said, It can't be replicated without guests. The Par 3 just can't have it without the family and friends of all the players there and the kids running around in the white jumpsuits caddying for their dads. And, you know, so all of that, they said, you know, we just can't do it this year. It's just not something that we can get to. And, 
you know, they, they've only canceled it one of the times since 1960 when they started it, and that's back in 2017 due to weather. So it's a bummer that they're not going to have that, but what are you going to do? Um, be prepared for these rounds because if you're following online at the Masters.com website, weekday rounds are going off of the first and tenth hole in threesomes, and they're doing that because of daylight. You know, they're 96 players, they got to get them around the golf course. So those weekday rounds, Thursday and Friday, first off, they are still going to continue the tradition of having the starters of Jack and Gary Player, so they'll still hit the ceremonial tee shot, but after that, first and tenth tee, they're going to be ripping them off there in threesomes. Um, Players, Andy was talking about they could bring eight guests. They're down to just either a spouse or a family member. Um, You know, if you have a ticket, you can buy merchandise, but otherwise you can't, so the fan experience of the merchandise tent, they're still going to have that, which is cool. Um, Get ready for that early coverage, as we mentioned, because, you know, guess what? That with the sunset early, um, they're going to be done by 5, 5.30 at night. All right. Drive, chip, and putt, unfortunately, was canceled, and the Augusta National Women's Amateur was canceled. We hope to get all those back in April. Those would be cool. Who wins? i got to come up with a prediction here, because by next week, we'll be halfway through. Folks, everyone's riding uh, John Rahm or Bryson DeChambeau. Of course, JT is a good pick. But you know who I'm going with? I'm going with my man, Matt Wolf. Coming in at odds of 33-1. to 1. Can't beat him. He's been top five in both 2020 majors this year. So I'm going with a rookie to win. First time since Fuzzy Zeller. And it's going to be Matt Wolf. You heard it here folks. first, folks. Now, before we head over to Max Kellerman, let's make sure we take care of our sponsors and friends. And that's our folks there at TaylorMade Golf. Thanks for all you do to support Springdale Golf Live. The New Jersey Golf Foundation. Summit Golf Brands, you know them as B. Dratty, Fairway and Green, Zero Restriction, EP New York, and F.H. Wadsworth. Wade Weezer, excellent job on the board, my friend. Springdale Board of Governors, appreciate all you do to support the show. Of course, Troon Golf Management for everything you guys do at the club. Most importantly, gotta love my listeners. Folks, get jacked up. It's Augusta week. I'm heading to Springdale, but where are you headed? Let the tower be your guide. And from New York to Augusta, and of course, everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale day. Thanks for joining us for today's show. Return to the tee next Friday at 3 with Keith Stewart and Springdale Golf Live.